0: Today, Stephen, is going to be talking about reviewing your home loan. Hmm. Find out the ins and outs of that. We'll have our weekly market update with Henry Jennings, Senior Market Commentator at Marcus today. And generally take a look at the market, see what's happening. Thursday Finance and Stephen Pritchard. Is the world travelling? I hear that uh, there may be some influences from overseas as to just what's happening with our markets at the moment. There's always
1: influence from overseas, what's yeah, happening to is. our markets.
0: Yeah, um, Brexit yeah, is finally coming up Brexit's with the British coming election. That might make a difference. Up.
1: I was speaking to someone from the UK, um, actually one of my staff who works in the UK now, and he, he, he thinks for sure Brexit's going to occur.
0: He reckons. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. well...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, of course, it's all very well to say how things are shaping up, but the real, the crucial thing is when people actually cast their vote, isn't it?
1: Uh, yes, we. But it's, only, it's not a vote on Brexit, it's a vote on the, the government.
0: Well, not officially a vote on <laughs> Brexit, exactly right. Okay, so, okay, so how's the, our market going with that in uh, So the
1: price of gold was, was down $23.20 an ounce to um, $2,130, and the price of oil was up 60 cents a barrel to $92.81 Australian mm-hmm. dollars. Um, against the currencies, we're up against all the major currencies in around the world during the week. Um, we're up to 60 Sixty-eight point seven six US cents against US dollar. The Great British pound we're up fifty-two point one one cents, and against the euro we're sixty-one point seven seven. So we're up,
0: up. Okay, we can smile. We can smile. Best we way. can pay
1: for imported <laughs> Christmas presents marginally cheaper. Um, uh, the, we're all a bit richer if you're an equity investor. Um, the All Laundries Index was up sixty-two point one points on the week uh, which is about up 1% to 6853 uh, the S&P 500 was up 24.2 which is 3141 and the 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 UK FTSE index was up 78.4 to um, seven thousand two hundred and sixteen. So the U mm-hmm. the US mar- the UK market doesn't seem too concerned it's about Brexit. It's quite
0: happy with quite the, happy. The coming. Um,
1: and local investors um, probably are all feeling a bit more wealthier as well. Um, BHP was up a dollar and dollar nineteen uh, to thirty eight dollars sixty on the week. Um, CBA was up $1.69 to eighty dollars and thirty one cents. Uh, NIB was up twenty cents to six dollars seventy three, and even Telstra managed an eight cent rise. To three dollars seventy-seven.
0: Oh, they define and your prediction. To top
1: it all off. <laughs> The fuel price is is, is fallen.
0: Fallen. Yes. that's so oh, all good news today.
1: five point six cents a litre um, for unleaded at a dollar fifty one 51, and C- Sydney it's fallen sixteen cents a litre to a dollar thirty eight. So ah. so if you're going between Sydney and Newcastle, fill up at the southern end. And uh, the diesel price in Newcastle is a dollar forty nine point nine and in Sydney a dollar forty six point three. So there's no real changes on those since last week.
0: Thursday finance on two tour- and New RFM. Stephen Pritchard, it's the time where we say hello to Henry Jennings, Senior Market Commentator at Markers today, for our market update.
1: Hi, Henry. Hi,
2: Stephen. How are you?
1: I'm good. So uh, good. so, so we're rolling on to Christmas and yes. Westpac's AGM's <laughs> on today. Has it started yet?
2: Uh, it has started. Oh, is there any
1: news reports? There wasn't many, when I when I left this Oh, no, moment.
2: it's been a fiery affair. Already? Uh, oh, yes, yes. It's been, uh, it's been a fiery affair. Um, certainly some uh, some action there. I think the uh, the formal proceedings uh, were nearly over and they opened up the floor to questions, which is a fundamental error when you've had the kind of... Uh, the year that Westpac have had. Um, so um, they're copying an awful lot of flack, I think it's fair to say, and justifiably so. Um, it's, it's been... Um, there's a whole uh, blog, actually, on... Um, on the AFR, which is, uh, makes interesting reading, I have to say. And one co- quote was, Incompetence every time you open your mouth. Uh,
1: Who was that directed to?
2: Uh, Lindsay Maxted, who's the chairman. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's, um, there's some interesting uh, interesting comments from the audience and questions to the board. So um, yeah, it's not, not been a happy um, not been a happy meeting by any stretch of the imagination.
1: I wonder if it'll go for two days like the one in the nineteen nineties, did?
2: Yeah, ni- ninety two. Yeah, was just, yeah. just remembering back yeah. when uh, when Westpac was previously in trouble and had to be rescued by um, by Kerry Packer, who nearly ended up owning the bank. Um, the AMP was involved in that as well. Um, but um, yeah, no, it's. Um, it's very reminiscent of those um, yes. those those days. There was a classic comment from one shareholder was asking about the exit pay of the former chief um, executive Brian Hartzer, yes. and uh, it says that um, Brian's departure was by mutual agreement. It's normal practice. That's not Westpac being overly generous. And the questioner said, "Well, you can be overly generous to me any time you like," <laughs> <laughs> as he pocketed twelve months of salary.
1: I mm. sat six million or something.
2: Uh, I think it was about three. Oh, that's right. I think it was about 2.8, 2.9 mm, okay. still. And nice work if you can get it for yes. um, for, for yeah. taking a year off in Tuscany.
0: Yes,
1: and then also there's down at uh, AT Milk, there's been a bit of a shuffling of the deck chairs there. The, the new CEO's gone, the, the yeah, old she's... CEO's back, and apparently she'd brought in a raft of consultants.
2: Um, yeah, this is a lady by the name of Jane Hart- Herdlicker, or um, who had previously been with Qantas, Um, and um, she was a bit of a superstar signing. Um, She started her job 18 months ago and it was a a blaze of publicity as well because the first thing she did was sell shares in A2 Milk that she had been given, um, which didn't really sit well with the market. And then uh, here we are 18 months later and she has gone. There does seem to be some um, travel issues. Uh, I think she was uh, based in Melbourne. The company is based in Sydney and the operations are in uh, New Zealand. So it made it quite tricky with the board over in New Zealand, I think. Um, And there were also some issues with – she was very keen to reinvest the money back into marketing activities, especially in China and the US, uh, which was having a detrimental effect on margins, Um, and the board wanted those margins to stay relatively robust. And uh, it does seem as if the um, the board and the CEO have now parted ways. And as you say, uh, what's um, old is new again. So a uh, previous uh, CEO, Jeff Babbage, is now back in charge, at least on a temporary basis.
1: And uh, and Bruce Gordon, who must be must be getting close to ninety now, is <coughs> yeah. uh, they're moving, and him and Antonio Catalano, the cat, me- Le cat they, the cat, the, the cat, are moving to torpedo the Seven Western Prime merger. So that's that's an interesting development.
2: It is. It is. <coughs> um, between the two of them, between Gordon and the cat. Um, Sounds like something out of Batman, doesn't it? Yes. yes. Um, Commissioner Gordon and and the Catman, um, they've got uh, just over, what is it, about 25, 26%, which is enough to block uh, the merger of the two. It's a $64 million takeover bid effectively from Channel seven or seven west media um they want to pay a three cent special dividend there is a meeting next week um on to dis- to put this to shareholders but certainly there's a lot of lobbying going on uh, from both sides to get this deal either over the line or not to uh, happen at all so it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out next week when uh we get that uh, that meeting.
1: And uh, quickly before we have to go for a short break, is Viva Energy, which which they only listed about a year ago, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's but, announced a forty-one percent profit fall.
2: Yeah, they, they seem to be having some uh, some issues with uh, with retail. I mean, yeah. they're not they're not alone in this. They're not Robinson yeah. Crusoe, um, but uh, Vivas are the guys that uh, they're petrol retailers. Um, And um, they are having some problems um, on the retail side of things. Margin's not so good. Fuel volumes have remained firm. But I guess every time you walk into that petrol station and you're confronted with the two-for-ones and the buy three of these and you get one free and all this sort of stuff shows that it's it's kind of tough still out there in retail land for some. Um, So um, very much under pressure at the moment. They're still going for... um, for guidance um, of around six twenty-five to six fifty-five, um, but that's down from seven seventy in uh, twenty eighteen. So, not particularly great news for uh, for Viva.
0: Thursday finance. It's twenty-eight past twelve. In the middle of our market update, uh, with Henry Jennings. So
1: poor old Harris Scarfs in receivership. Yeah. Um, and I went back and had a look at that because I thought that had only been recently sold, and it was on the second of December.
2: Yeah, it was recently sold as part of a group of businesses that were sold to a a private equity group called Allegro Funds, and they they bought Harris Scarf, Best and Less, and this wonderful um, New Zealand-based business called Posty Plus. Oh, okay. Posty Plus, Um, and um, that was, um, they've actually only put Harris Scarf into receivership, but it's only a month ago, as you say, yeah. that, they, that they bought this business. So things have, have not gone particularly well. Um, they had 66 stores um, all over the country, but um, and um, quite a lot of employees as well. So they're trying to sell the business again um, um, to somebody else. Got 1,800 staff. So.
1: Well, come. they did, but they got resurrected. Yeah. yeah.
2: Wow. Phoenix-like.
1: Yes. And then Reject Shop's trying to become Phoenix-like. It's got a new CEO. It's going to return to its discount variety roots.
2: Yeah, I, I guess, you know, we, we've seen in the past that um, retailers have to get their positioning in the market right. Um, and if you try and get too ambitious, you can fail. And if you try and head too down market, as David Jones did some years ago, uh, when they took on sort of a, a more of a... Uh, a Meyer bent, mm. um, you kind of lose your mojo, and not that it's been easy for them ever since. But uh, yeah, the reject shop, which was always kind of the slightly upmarket two dollar shop, seems to lose its kind of um, unique selling point, and it's going back to uh, back to basics, I guess. Mm. Um, a new man in charge, so hopefully that will bring a better cheer for shareholders.
1: And and uh, Webjet, takeover
0: speculation on Webjet.
2: Uh, yeah, this is an interesting one, isn't it? The stock was up 10% yesterday. It's down about 4% today. So uh, clearly there's not a lot of people that really believed it. But the, there was a bit of media speculation in the Australian yesterday uh, that somebody had approached Webjet and had been talking to them about potential acquisition. Webjet said, nah, you know what, we've, we've had no approaches and we're still committed to doing the best for shareholders, etc., etc., et cetera, et, cetera, et cetera. So it has taken a bit of the gloss off. But I guess, um, you know, maybe with all this smoke in the city, um, and various other places around the East coast, maybe we 're all deciding that we should be heading off overseas and booking overseas holidays rather than the camping trip to the beach, which may just be a, a smoky and, and dangerous uh, activity this summer well, How much, Not had do you, much summer really
1: How much smoke do you have to get before the uh, the, the airport gets
2: closed uh, Well probably uh, the, um, they actually had to cancel a um, warm up race the other day on Sydney Harbor. For the Hobart for oh. the Sydney Hobart race because it yeah. was so um, because it was so smoky and, and you know, offices were cleared and fire alarms were going off. I was driving through it, and it was it was pretty um, pretty nasty, so you can imagine if that 's what Sydney 's like those poor firefighters uh, and poor people on the um, on yep. actually part of the fire what they 're going through it 's just yes. horrible
1: and uh, a quick stock for your Christmas stocking, Henry
2: um, my Christmas stocking um, I guess there's a stock called um, Points Bet, which is um, a, um, it's a bit um, bit nasty. Really, it's a gaming business which is focused on the U.S. in terms of sports betting. Their market is opening up over there. They've raised some capital. It's quite volatile. It's, you know, it's up and down a bit. Uh, it's quite a volatile one. But I think that's got big potential. It's a huge market that they've got opening up in the U.S. for legalized sports betting, um, and if all fifty. States in the U.S. Uh, agree to it, then it's going to be absolutely massive, trillion-dollar business. So oh. um, that's got that's got some good potential, but uh, it, yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Every every year you get to this stage of the year, and you have to do these, you know, what's going to be hot for next year, etc. And it's, um, with the market where it is, it's kind of hard difficult. to. Um, it's difficult, very difficult. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's yeah. not not the cheapest market in the world to be recommending uh, stocks in.
1: Okay, well, we'll talk to you next week, Henry. Sure,
0: will. Thanks, Thanks Henry. Thanks, Henry no. Jennings, who is Senior Market Commentator with Marcus today, to a new RFM. It is Thursday, Finance, and Stephen Pritchard, home loans, well, it's not the same as it used to be, is it? It's
1: not the same as it used to be. You know, people used to go and get a home loan and then they they.
0: They'd know exactly how long they had to pay it off and well, how much they needed. Of, yeah, yeah. Sort of, they, kind of. <laughs> kind of. They used to
1: right. know kind of how long it would take to pay off and, 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 and they'd go and get the home loan and then they'd just keep paying and at the end of, um, well, the terms have lengthened actually too. They used to be 20 years and they were 25 and they were over 30 years. Um, uh, yeah, so they used to know at the end of the 20 years they'd get the more or less... Um, get their, their housing deeds and, uh, and that would be And it would and, be actually there and, and, and going further back, everyone charged the same interest rate and the, basically it was a vanilla product centre. But now, but now we've got um, different interest rates all over the place, um, different facilities... Um, people's needs change over time
0: and as I said before
1: you can now write home loans over 30 years so 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 in fact
0: the home loan is starting to suit the client rather than maybe the other way around oh, maybe right <laughs> be. Yeah,
1: maybe <laughs> maybe um, so so you probably need to have a look at um, your home loan and, and see see what's packaged up with it and and, and how it comes and and so um, so you probably need to need to to read to your home loan then um interest rates, um, various rates. I mean, you go to the bank and there's different packages and there's different interest rates, so you need to have a look at those. Um, and, and then a lot of the banks have these... Um, uh, professionals choices or some similar name like that where they'll package you your your credit card and you they'll give you a discount on your credit card or fee-free credit card and a fee-free home loan in return for a, a fee which appears to be around four hundred dollars a year depending on that and that they can be they can be quite good value too um they can be quite value so so they give you a discount on your home loan rate and and, and waive the monthly administration fee and give you a credit card. So they, they can be good value if you use those type of things. Um, and then there's um, what features are on your home loan. So, so most of the institutions will have a, a product that's a traditional basic home loan. You take the loan out and you pay it off over the period of time. And then there's other things that come along that, that have uh, redraw facilities, um, offset accounts and... Uh, additional payment reflexibility, Um, and as I mentioned earlier, all these package things. Now, as you move away from the the basic product, which still tends to to be the the cheaper whatever name they call it as, um, you're, you're paying extra for these... Um,
0: the extra features.
1: The extra features too.
0: So your interest rate will go up a your bit. Your interest rate yeah. will be
1: higher or yeah. there will be additional fees.
0: But there could be benefits yeah. as
1: well. Um, I mean, the re or facility, if, you, if you've if you got extra money, um, you can use that to pay that off the home loan and then you can they, they calculate this notional amount where your loan should be um, so if you've paid off extra money, um, you can draw back that, um, that that money. Now, usually there's um, some kind of uh, drawdown fee involved, um, $50 or $100 or something like that, usually not that much. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want, if you think you're going to do that, um, the redraw facility. The other thing that's very similar is, is an offset account. So basically how the offset account works, you think you're going to save some of this money, you put it in your offset account, When they calculate the interest on your home loan, they combine the balances of the offset account and the home loan account and calculate the interest on the total amount um, outstanding. Now, a couple of tricks on the offset account. You need to make sure, and most of the institutions do this, that they do 100% offset. There are still some older products around. Where they'll only give you credit for fifty percent of the balance, or or, or 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 use a lower offset
0: interest amount. So, so this account is an, a separate account where you put separate money account, in, like yeah. a saver account or something. Saver account, and that is used as a kind of a. Yeah.
1: So, so, say for example, default. you owe a hundred thousand dollars on your loan. Yes. Okay. And you've got $10,000 in the offset account. So what would happen is when they charge, calculate the monthly interest, the monthly interest is calculated on the $90,000 balance. Right. Okay, Okay. instead of the $100,000 balance. Now, why that's an advantage is because, first of all, if you the other way around if you had a hundred thousand if you had a hundred thousand dollar and a ten thousand dollars in a savings account you'll get the interest calculated on the hundred thousand dollar balance which is which is probably at the moment we'll say four four percent and you get the interest on the ten thousand paid to you on the savings account which is probably you know one percent for the ease of the maths here but probably less so that means that you you your three percent net out of pocket whereas if you moved it into the offset account and you got 100% offset the national interest you're getting on that $10,000 is the 4% that you would be paying on your home loan so effectively you're 3% off which on, on a year is $300. And the other thing is because it's a calculation on a loan balance, there's no, there's also a tax saving. You'd pay tax on the interest on your savings account, but because what's actually happening with your home loan account, you're paying less interest on your home loan, so, so there's a tax saving there as well.
0: Oh, okay. So, so there's
1: lots of figures going on. Generally, <laughs> yeah. generally... Offset accounts are quite good. Um, I'd always recommend having a look at one of those. Make sure you've got the hundred percent, and use that instead of your savings account.
0: It is Thursday finance. We're taking a look at reviewing your home loan, and the sorts of things that will help Stephen Pritchard. And
1: one one of the one of the things you should absolutely not do <laughs> is um, if you want a new car or something like that. You you go and see your financial institution and what they'll say to you, oh, we can give you a cheaper interest rate, we'll just add it to your mortgage.
0: Right, so this is a no-no.
1: You never want to do that because what effectively happens is the car's now going to be paid off over the balance of the term of the loan, which is probably 20 years, and so that you will still be paying for that car long after it's gone.
0: Because uh, the car's not going to last that long, car's probably. not going to last that.
1: So what you want to do is turn around and say to the tailor to the bank, yep, yep, that's fine. But what we want to do is we want it set up as a separate account, a separate home loan account. You can Most institutions allow you to have multiple home loan accounts, you have a separate home loan account so you still get the same interest and pay that loan off over the term of the car. So if you expect that you're going to keep the car for three years or four years or whatever, make sure you you make enough repayments that, that, that at the end of the term... When the car's being traded in or sold, um, you don't still have to keep paying for the car because that's what will happen. If you add that car to your home loan, you will still be paying for that car in, in 20 years' time.
0: So, in fact, the second home loan that you have for the car is actually called a home loan.
1: Oh, yeah, they'll still they'll, if you insist, the bank will write it. I mean, I've sent people down to the bank and arm um, and arm, uh, but they do it.
0: They do it. They okay. do it. They will do so it. So it's another home loan. Well, but it's another home loan.
1: No, you, you, well, I don't care what they call it as long as you get the same interest rate as the home loan because they're still taking a house as security.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Okay. The yes. only difference to them is that, that the loan's not going to be over the, the 20 years, which, of course, for the bank is quite profitable, um, and, 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 and you are uh, still going to be paying for this car that's long gone right so you need to general general rule when buying things is is general or general rule all the time is to match the loan loan to the time you're going to have the asset and it doesn't matter what sort of asset right don't go longer loan term than you're going to keep the asset for because you'll be paying for it long after it's gone and and the other thing that's one of my absolute absolute hates that financial institutions do is they give discounts to new customers that they don't give to old
0: customers yes right, now, um, they're uh, not the only ones who do follow yes, that I know. practice but yes, yes I know. I know. i'm
1: not talking about i'm not talking about you know the first 12 months you know mm. honeymoon road that's fine i mean that's just part of getting in the business There. what i'm talking about is you go and get the the, and the only way you usually find this out is you've got to go and get the full rate sheet off the financial institution, which has all the products on. And you go down there and see they'll quote the quote the home loan rate. And you think, oh, well, that's not what I'm getting. And then you'll see a little asterisk. And down the bottom, this applies to loans written after the 1st of July, 2019. And then lower down, you'll find that you're actually paying a, a higher rate. So what you need to do is you need to go back to the bank. And tell him what the reduced rate, or, or not only the bank, you know the other financial institutions. We shouldn't just say banks. Yeah, they all do it, uh, and say that we want the we we want the reduced rate. Um, otherwise, we're going to move. Now, what's happened is a lot of a lot of um, institutions have now set up various. Internal things called client retention team and and names like that. So the local branch will say, "Oh, we can't do anything about that," so they will refer you off to the client retention team, and you know you just have to insist if they can if they can fund new customers. At, at a lower rate They should be able to fund you And I'm not talking about As I said I'm not talking about this You know
0: mm,
1: 12 months yeah. You know That's just part of the mo- That's fine I don't have any problem with that But it, but it's the rest of the term Yes You know yes. That's that's what the issue that,
0: is That affects you much longer yeah, And it,
1: that all relies yeah. on people not checking
0: Thursday Finance We're talking about your homeland And the sort of things Home loan And the sort of things That you should be thinking about With your homeland Home loan <laughs> Not homeland. Home loan. Yes, definitely. It is where you have your home anyway. And um, sometimes it's a good idea to think, if you can, about getting it paid off earlier yeah. than the two. So, so,
1: so it's always best to get rid of your debt as soon as you can. Um, uh, there are, there's only two ways you can do it. And you know, despite all these stories, there is only two ways you can do it. One is to pay extra amount. Um, and that will that will um, there's a few calculators what
0: per month or whatever you um, make that high. you know mm-hmm.
1: match if you get paid per fortnightly pay your pay your payments fortnightly so they're they paid a bit quicker um, and and maybe top up a bit even if you top up to the next ten dollars or something um, and of course the as old trick if you're paid fortnightly divide your, divide your, your your annual payments by twenty six because you're actually slotting extra months payments there. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yes, of yeah. So, that's the old trick. Um, pay, there's only two ways I said pay extra amounts. Um, even twenty dollars a week or twenty dollars a fortnight will make a considerable difference. Uh, there's a few calculators around that you can that can use that will give you. T- uh, most of the institutions have got them on their websites. Um, I think ASIC might have one. Um, you'll find a calculator to work out how how much extra you'll save. And the other way is to reduce the balance, right? So which is where your offset account comes in. So you're paying less interest, and when when, when you pay your home loan, part of the Part of your amount goes to the principal reduction, part of it goes to interest. If you're reducing the balance, less interest, that means the greater proportions gain a principal reduction, which comes back to your home, your offset facility. If you've got a fair bit of cash on hand, um, you're saving up for a holiday or, or whatever, stick it in the offset account. It has the effect of reducing your home loan balance, which reduces the interest and shortens the tap.
0: Wow, that sounds like really good things to keep so in mind. That's basically mind. simple stuff, you know. Home you
1: know, your cappuccino a day, put off your home loan, and reduce <laughs> it by $1,000 thousand, a, thousand, a, thousand dollars a year.
0: The Stephen Pritchard method. Thank you, Stephen Pritchard. Thanks, Jane. It is Thursday Finance back next week on 2NURFM.
2: Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health